Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Aileen. And I'm Jordana. And today, since it's the holidays, we're going to change things up and do a little year in review for 2021 and talk about the most memorable moments of the year from TV to music and celebrities. Also, guys, just a heads up, next week we will not be releasing a new episode. We assume you guys are too busy anyway with your amazing plans. Week between, yeah, week plans for next week. Anyway, just a heads up. I think we should start the show just by talking about what we were just talking about before we started recording, which is that Sammy said she just started watching Sex and the City and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I think she's going to rescind her opinion from rescind her opinion, which she's pretending that she forgot about from last week. No, no, I'm not pretending that I forgot about last week. Our conversation inspired me to revisit the original HBO show from the beginning, which I had not watched in full. I'd probably watched in full twice in my life. Once was when it was airing and I was in high school and you know, ninth or 10th grade and actually watched the the ending of the show, like caught up to it. Then I watched it, you know, like end of college to right after college age. So 21, 22. And in the aftermath of that, I feel like I had only seen like reruns on like E or TBS or whatever. And the movies, which were really, really cheesy. So I remembered the show as being much cheesier than it actually is. It actually is an amazing, like, gritty show that really mostly stands up right now. I think it, like, the movies are such a disservice to the show. Because the the show really goes into some, like, like, in the show, like you said, the relationship between Carrie and Big is, like, so much more real and so much more um, representative of what it would actually be like than this kind of, like, bullshitty, like, he's just like, hey, kid, like welcome home i've yeah. been making dinner like it's not at all what their real dynamic was also also the show has been sort of memefied as i couldn't help but wonder and you know our men like i think in the aftermath we sort of talked enough shit about it that i really be- believed that it was in my head and also I the reruns the reruns that it was on a different TV, show like anytime you yeah. turn on tv you just kind of turn it on and that's kind of like it almost rewrote your experience of it on hbo i th- but but i remember seeing the movie and being like this is so not the show totally totally the movie was made for like a broad audience of also like feel it felt like it was almost made for like younger people to like older people like it tried to appeal to almost like too many people and made it super cheesy they tried to make it a blockbuster rather than of like a movie a really film. a really interesting <laughs> yeah like spin off of the show i remember there's one full episode that is the plot line is that carrie farts in front of big <laughs> Yeah. And then he doesn't call her for three days. <laughs> and it's like her mental spiral of like, and then she talks to Miranda, who's like, it's so not a big deal. Like, you're a human. Like, who cares? And then she talks to Samantha, who's like, oh, my God. Like, how could you do this? He's never going to sleep with you again. That's um, so funny. I just recently watched that. It's And it's 
And it sounds even so much more unrealistic when you're saying the plot point <laughs> than the way they portray it. The what do you mean unrealistic? It, I think that's not that, unrealistic, think, but think, it just sounds trivial. When no, she's, but in a good like, way, like it, it's like they're exploring like very like small things that right. like would happen and you would freak out about that and then you would be like why isn't he answering <laughs> right. me like you could imagine having that like ridiculous but like realistic conversation with your friend right. like in that time but it's it's such a like a can you imagine like the writer's room like <laughs> coming up with that concept yeah. it also really shows how far opinions have come because <laughs> there's one scene where Carrie Carrie goes to therapy and she's like tells the therapist I don't know if I believe in therapy. And I feel like now that type of person, the Carrie Bradshaw, would be very gung-ho about therapy. So they have some sort of retro opinions. There was one, there's one scene where they're talking about bisexuality and they're saying how like it that it's not they don't believe it's real, which did I think at that time that was the way people spoke. And so you see like this evolution, but it's 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 a very it's just very interesting because it was so much more true to life than the movies and the e reruns made it feel in my head. It's interesting to rewatch a show that was controversial for its time. Like now when those things are not controversial at all. In fact, it's controversial to think the way that they thought. <laughs> now, right, right, like right. I just rewatched like almost the whole first season of Girls and that really brought that brought me like so so much nostalgia, but listening to their conversations like what they're first of all, they listed off apps like they were like dating online is weird like that was crazy to me and they also like said like a lot of like jokes about weight and stuff like that would they would never do that now it's just really cool to be transported back to your viewing brain you know what i mean totally i think i've talked about this on this podcast too before like in high school we had to do that masterpieces project yeah and i think even looking back it makes it even more true where i said that like i somehow related like carrie bradshaw to Elizabeth Bennett in Pride and Prejudice, which also for its, I mean, for its time, Pride and Prejudice, very controversial. Now right. it's like, oh, a woman shouldn't have to marry who her father says she has to marry. Like, not that right. controversial. But for the time, I feel like they're both sort of markers of their own like generation of women and dating. Totally, totally. I'm really enjoying the show. Also, Avi loves it, which is great because we can watch that before bed. So... That is great. Also, yeah. Pride and Prejudice, Mr. Darcy, Tom Wamsgams. <laughs> yes. I actually, I feel like that's maybe why I like his character more too. Same, he's, like, like, uh, he's Mr. Darcy. He's very, very different character. Mr. Darcy is like a way hotter character. Mr. Darcy was so generally. hot. That's so my favorite hot. movie. And you've and got like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, call it, and also, but like, the you know, Bridget Jones is supposed to be off of Pride yeah. and Prejudice. And like, Colin Firth also kind of like, somewhat hotter in that movie too by playing that character yeah because he's kind of like a kind of like a mr big a little bit or he's just like a wait like his name mr is it just big mr Mr. yes yeah is it mr they call him him mr big sometimes they call him both isn't it weird why do they call him big is Is he a big penis no i think it's because (laughs) he's like the the big guy in her life like the i don't know big dick energy they kind of always called probably 
I feel like that couple, you didn't know the, his they all name. To him like that. Yeah, at the yeah. end they show John at the on the hearse little cell phone. Right, and that Isn't was really that weird. That, like that, that, that we didn't know no, that, that was the whole green. time. No, well, it was that's cool. I'm, yeah, it's kind of like that's emblematic though of the entire like downfall of the show. Like as soon as you knew his name, like yeah. it started getting very unrealistic. He's not a mystery anymore. Right, even the idea that he would chase her to Paris and like try to get her back was just like never. It was like. It was like years and years of like behavior that would show that this person would never ever do that. And then at the end, they're just like, fuck it, it's ending. We'll have him chase yeah. her to Paris and like tell her he wants to be with her. And like this time, he'll completely right. never change his mind ever again. It's like, and he's just not that into you when he's like, you're not, you're the rule. <laughs> right. You're not the exception. And like always those romantic comedies are like about the exception. And then that fucking movie goes and, and, and makes it about the exception too. Also, but, he leaves her at the altar. And the way he gets her back is that he sends her emails that are literally copy and pasted poems (laughs) (laughs) from other people. (laughs) Yeah. And then he writes one that's like, I'm sorry, I love you. (laughs) And then she goes and they get back together and she gets married at City Hall. She gives up her dream of this huge wedding. For him. Because because he wants to be married four times. Right. Also, speaking of Paris, do you remember? That he is the one who first abandoned her to go to Paris, which is when he found Natasha? Yes. I think it's realistic, though. Like, even though we were talking about exception and the rule and whatever, that she continues to accept his bullshit. Totally. And take his, even in the movies, even when he, like, does, because he, then the, the thing that makes his, like, the whole Paris thing more believable is the fact that he continues to treat her like shit in the movies <laughs> well, because like he does this back and forth thing like romantic gesture and then sort of goes except the, the altar thing was stupid like the situation around it was really dumb right, right. it was like an accident it was like suddenly convinced well, him against it and then how could you forgive someone a bad day he decides to leave dumb. carrie at the altar like, like carrie's <laughs> actions of like continue like still falling for all his stuff Right. Is it's really, almost is like the worst relatable. thing she could have. It's almost the worst thing that they could have done for women was to have Carrie just wind up, asshole. wind up with Big and not Aiden, who was like clearly like the healthier. I'm up to the Aiden seasons well, right it's now. it's actually kind of nuts, though, the way that this all just ended where he dies. And then like the whole thing with his the sexual harassment. It's very big. It's it is. very kind of like, crazy. Yeah. It's Life crazy how it all with art. culminated into this. Like... But I don't know. I would watch. I'm going to watch Sex in the City now. <laughs> Especially because he, in real life, capitalized on, like, the mystery of that character to essentially be a predator. Allegedly. Well, here's also the thing is, like, his whole outward public persona. He hasn't been in anything else, really, that comes to mind that's, like, Law notable. <laughs> but, like, I don't think that, like, I think when you see him, you're like, that's Mr. Like, if you, if you If you saw him in public, you would text us. That's, that's how big. Mr. Big. Yeah, that's how big. big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like I, that must also do something to your head where like totally. you are the only character you've ever played. Right. Do you mind if I flag a spoiler speaking of Jordan, are you cool with it? I'm fine with it. Audience, fast forward if you're not. Audience, um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't be all uncool. <laughs> yeah. He leaves Natasha a million dollars in the will inexplicably. And Natasha doesn't even know why. And no one knows why. So it's like, even in death, he's like leaving this big mis like he's still asshole with her head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or he maybe didn't mean to 
maybe he meant to take it out, but he didn't. But like, why? They weren't even married for that long. Oh, and then she like chips her tooth falling down the stairs, chasing Carrie out of their apartment because he was cheating on her with him. Oh, Natasha. Yeah. Well, Natasha has a, her story seems like, you know, she had closure and she's, she's a good life since. It's almost like what Carrie's life should have been had she sort of not dated big or like said no when he treated her like shit. Carrie was never like emotionally there enough to to take that path. It was just kind of like Carrie is dating him when she's like 35 when there's a sense of like you should know better Carrie like give it up like you know what I mean it's not like she was dating him at like 23 where there's a sense of like how long are you going to let this guy fuck with your head and that's sort of what Miranda is there to do like as the person there she's like how long are you going to keep going back to this guy who is not good for you who treats you like like when she's cheating with him she like yells at her right right totally she's like such a voice of reason and now they turned her into such a shitty character I like do not like her character at all yeah no they did and even in the movie they make her be the one to say to him like don't get married after all the years that she (laughs) was saying that like he wouldn't get married she ultimately like quite caused it what do you think the beef is between Kim Cattrall and Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker oh my gosh I was thinking about that last night and I was (laughs) also thinking about the amount of money Maybe I'll re- look into Reddit, look to, look into it on Reddit. But the amount of money that Kim Cattrall could make if she wrote a book about it would be wild. Like I would read the shit out of that book, totally. and I'm sure it, it. I'm sure it portrays Sarah Jessica Parker and probably the other women, but especially Sarah Jessica Parker, like very poorly. Is my guess, and I'm sure Kim Cattrall like was difficult. Like there's but- just no. I mean, what? It's so talking about the amount of money, like. How much money did she, how much money is this grudge against Sarah Jessica Parker also worth that she, I'm sure they got paid a shit ton of money to do this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I'm thinking like, like she like must really, really hate her if she would not do it. She's not like she has so many other projects. Like she's Jennifer Aniston. Like she must really, she must have done some- against them two versus each other. Not like him versus the like showrunner. I think that was like or, the. No, I'm pretty sure it no. was about Kim Cattrall and yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. Like. I'm going to I'm going to read I'm going to read up on this because I'm sure there's information and like clues and hints out and like about the dynamic out there. But Sammy's going to spend her her Christmas on Reddit. Yeah. Well, come back in the new year and let us know what the what you found. Oh, I will. Your research. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm going to do that right after this. Literally, you know, in like in like the shows when like the kids are like investigating the the murder of like the person and then they go to like the old woman in the neighborhood who yes. knows all the secrets <laughs> of the neighborhood. <laughs> That's going to be like, you're okay. going to be like, we have, let's go to Samantha. She's on Reddit all day, every day. She must know something <laughs> about like, she's like scary murder. when they like, <laughs> <walk in>. <laughs> like oh my God. the dogs so- are like around. <laughs> It's so funny because when I was a child, I really wanted to be like Harriet the Spy. Like I literally have binoculars and I would stare at my neighbors. I had a notebook. I would write down like nothing. Like the light was on. Harriet the Spy was an amazing movie. Amazing movie. I'm going to watch that over break too maybe. Um, But but, (laughs) wait, there was something about... About the fight between Carrie and... Kim Cattrall? Yes. My final point on that is she probably makes a lot of money from these episodes being syndicated and she probably has enough money and perhaps is just content with what she has. No, she's going to be in How I Met Your Father on Hulu. But maybe she's just happy with where she is and she's not like, 
I need this money that I want to deal with this shit in my life. So maybe it's just not worth it for her. I guess. Like she probably, if you have enough money and you're happy with your life, I think at the level of money she probably has, the unpleasantness of having to like film with your mortal enemy, (laughs) I think would probably outweigh the money. Uh, Yeah. So, well, I'm excited to see what you like put together in your like dissertation. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you guys know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Should we go to the year in review for 2021? Yes, Yes. definitely. Okay. The way the year in review is going to work is that we are going to read categories. I think there are five categories. And then each category has five nominees and we're going to discuss them and we will decide a winner. And then we have a game later too. I wouldn't promise that. We might run out of time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out. Find out. Stay tuned to find out if we have a game. Okay. So what's the first category? The first category is the top five Bravo moments of the year. And this is according to the Betches Mention It All podcast. Okay. All right. One, the Jen Shaw arrest. Ooh. Two, Erica Jane on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The whole thing. Three, <laughs> Madison LaCroix and A-Rod DMs. Four, Real Housewives of New York meltdown and reunion cancellation. Five, Kathy Hilton's debut on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay, I have a thought. Mm. Yes. What is it? <laughs> okay. While the Southern Charm reunion with Madison and Craig calling out like the MLB star that she was having, the retired, excuse me, MLB star that she was DMing, and that caused J-Lo and A-Rod to break up and subsequently date Ben Affleck, and now it's literally all anybody could talk about. I feel like the actual moment wasn't that huge. It just had a lot of repercussions for pop culture. <laughs> Fair. But- in terms of like actual Bravo TV, I think Bever- I think Beverly Hills, Erica Jane, like every episode was much, was bigger, is bigger yes. than any of these moments. I agree. It gave you the most bang for your buck. Agreed. Agreed. As, a, as scandals go. Yeah. <laughs> like Jen Shaw, that episode was good, but then it really teetered off. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not excited to watch Salt Lake City this season. Here's the thing also, it's because like you don't care as much about Jen Shaw. You only this is only a second season you've ever even seen her. The Beverly Hills thing has been built up over so much time that you feel more right. invested in like it being such a sham. Um so I think that it just feels bigger that way like anyway. I completely agree. 
it is intriguing that in this in in between those two things, Jen is the alleged criminal versus Erica is maybe she's like connected and you have to kind of wonder if she is. But still, I agree with you. It's because like we know Erica and like, oh, my God. And like she does. I mean, she kind of does dress a little like a villain, like Jen. <laughs> yeah. um, but she more speaks like a villain, yeah. I think. Yeah. Also, also, it was stretched out over more Beverly Hills episodes because of the cast and how they would defend, like kind of defend her and like block anything from coming out. So that gave a more a more substantive season than the Jen Shaw arrest, which we just like all watched and everyone had the same amount of information. And it wasn't really a question about who knew what, who believed what it didn't really, it was more just a thing that happened during the season. Right. Mm -hmm. Rather than it didn't play out. Like it's like Mm -hmm. after someone gets arrested, you know, there's not really much action right away. The cast reaction is actually a good point to bring up because I think that the cast reaction in Beverly Hills was done well like they really talked about it they talked behind her back they weren't like screaming at each i could not stand that last lisa barlow screaming mixed with mary cosby stuff it's all too loud (laughs) i just i can't i lowered the volume on my team the best part was meredith being like i can't deal with you screaming for the last three hours and then heather laughing hysterically at her like yeah. That was the best part because it's like, yeah, can you shut the fuck up? Like, let Jen speak. This is who we want to hear from. Sometimes there's too much screaming. I almost like get like secondhand embarrassment. Like they're my friends when Mike comes in the room and there's just like women <laughs> just like fucking screaming at each other on the thing. And he's like, what are you watching? I get that too. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, no, like I'm not. This, this is a like, good show. Yeah, it's a good show. Like don't, 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 don't think Rihanna of me just like the these show. people. <laughs> Do you ever feel like secondhand embarrassment yes. by what you're watching yes. depending on when they walk I in? Feel yeah, like he's like, when I say I have to watch this or like I have to meaning like oh it's my want to <laughs> he'll be like no please don't make us do them but like he hates he hates them he likes the Beverly Hills ladies because they're quieter actually <laughs> <laughs> so Erica Jane is the winner in is my opinion yes in all of our opinions and if anybody wants to get more Bravo drama info gossip you go to the mention it all podcast and we have an episode called The Best Bravo Moments of 2021. So check it out. All right, let's do another one. All right, next category is the top five TV shows of 2021. I will read them. Squid Games, Succession, Mayor of Easttown, White Lotus, WandaVision slash Loki. However, those are two separate movies. And <laughs> shows. Totally. <laughs> so, okay, Marvel TV, um, which I I do have a theory on, but, and then there's an honorable mention of only murders in the building on Hulu, which I also have thoughts on. Okay. What do you guys think? I think squid game was a really interesting cultural phenomenon of the year. So I would say biggest impact in the biggest way was squid game. Plus I like, I liked it too. I don't know. I'm I'm voting for squid game. I agree with you that squid game transcended in a way that none of these other shows did my personal favorite i really can't decide between succession and white lotus really white I lotus mean, was really good i really like no, yeah, really, it des- okay I, I didn't know that you i mean decide i thought you were gonna say white lotus i thought this was gonna be new new well yeah that's shows. what this, that's no, what i think it has to be the season well i think it has to be what season was this year and like how that season was received 
Right. But either way, I still think, unfortunately, although I enjoyed Succession and White Lotus both more, probably equally to each other, I'm going to say that I agree that Squid Game is actually the top TV show. I have an alternate opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While <That's allowed. laughs> I'm obsessed with Succession, I too think, okay, it was just as good as the other seasons. Squid Game's guess, it was sensational and everyone was talking about it. And in fact, children were playing red light, green light in the streets <laughs> of my neighborhood. Right. However, I thought Mayor of Easttown was the best <laughs> show this season, like this year. Like, Squid Games was good, but I don't think they really rounded it out in the end. Like, it was really crazy as fuck, and, like, there was cliffhangers and shit, but Mayor of Easttown, I thought, was, like, more artful, and I loved it. Like, I wanted to watch every single minute of it. I would say, like, best performer of the year, Kate Winslet, sure. Okay. So, but like, <laughs> so top, I do best I actress versus best actor versus. I do think I think as a show, Maribie's Town was good, but I don't know that I will think about it after this year. Ugh. I'm gonna admit I didn't even watch Maribie's Town, and I didn't care at all. What? You should I watch was, it. It's definitely a great. It's a great show. You should watch it. You love. Kate Winslet. I know I didn't enjoy. I thought it was pretty good, but like the end, I didn't like the end of that either. I didn't like, I didn't like how that ended personally. I guess you're right. I forgot about the way that it ended. Honestly, I think scenes from a marriage was one of the best things. Oh, I refuse to watch. I that. watched this year. <laughs> that was really good. I loved that show. Like I wanted to live in that show. That was almost like theater. It was. It, I wanted to like live in it and like know more. And I was like, I have questions. It's so depressing. Like, I, need, I don't want to watch it, it because it's so depressing. It, I, I, it's, it's their life. You know what I mean? It's like, I, yeah, it was but depressing. It's based but it's based on like, like reality. I get, like, I get why Sammy likes reality. it. Though. Why do I like it? It's yeah. like being in, it's like basically like you're a fly on the wall of someone's yes. four hour fight with their spouse. Yes. Exactly. I refuse to watch that. <laughs> it's, very, it's really draining. Like so not, I, you cannot watch like more than one episode a week. I think personally, like I watched it, I watched it as it came out once a week. And even at the end of the episodes, I was like, just like watching someone fight for an it's hour depressing. with their husband is just like very draining. You can't come out of that happy. Like I can't watch that. I didn't come out happy, but I like felt it really strongly. And it's that very felt good. good. Very amazing it's, acting. I would not, I would watch it when it's cloudy and rainy out. Like that's the kind of day I would watch it on. Yeah. But you can't like binge that show. It is like, I literally it. there will be, I could <laughs> not binge it. I was like too much. Dra- it was like too much drama for me. Oh, to. Well, I also, I also like don't think you can just watch it anytime. Like I wouldn't just pick up that show at any moment. But you have if you're like in the place where like you feel good watching that, like you're it's like very good. Right. I no, know. I, I I can't. I can't be in the mood to watch that ever. It's only gonna make me cry for like hours. The honorable mention only murders in the building. I wanna mention that um I really could not finish this show. I could I didn't either. I couldn't either. Feel the same way. I could not finish it. It was trying to be artsy. And no one was likable. It was weird because like it was like a very interesting mix of talent. I think that was they were trying to be quirky. It came out weird, though. It didn't come out. I don't think Selena Gomez could carry that. And neither could Steve Martin or Martin Short. I just don't think it really made sense as a mix. It was just like, who are you? Who's watching this? Maybe if Amy Schumer was with these other comedians, you know, it could have been. 
It could have made, made some sense. Yeah, I couldn't. I could, did not. Selena Gomez fuck. isn't funny, or even Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston isn't that? No, it no, would she, be good. She, you wanted Jennifer I'm Aniston saying, to play <laughs> Selena Gomez's role? No, I think. I think. Well, not her role, but I'm saying if you want to match certain casting. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I'm saying they should have put two comedians with another comedian, like some a, an actress who can do comedy, not. I'm not Selena saying Gomez it has to be her role. I don't like care about her role. Like I'm just I saying think, as a yeah. triple. I don't love watching shows. I don't think Selena Gomez is calling his acting. I think Speak, it's music. What do you mean? Spring Jordana, Break wasn't amazing. Of, <laughs> Spring Breakers. Jordana, speaking of Selena Gomez, this weekend or the other day, whatever, I read a very deep <laughs> dive into the Selena, Justin, Haley relationship. It was fascinating. Read it. Send it to me. No, it wasn't Reddit. Okay, it was not someone's on medium. It was like a medium <laughs> article. It was, like, <laughs> medium. It was a child's blog. <laughs> no, not a medium. Like a, it was medium. medium.com. Like it was, it was a, it, it was a girl, a, a young girl's blog and her opinion. <laughs> Honestly, it was like, it was a young girl's blog who did this like investigation. Very interesting article. <laughs> Quote it's like it's like the scene when you go into the old, when you go into the woman's uh, room and instead of having like newspapers uh, clipped to the wall, she has like computers. Like, yeah, like ho- Homeland, article, but, yeah. but digital. Yeah. Reddit and like a medium art. Okay, I just want to make a disclaimer. I don't read actual news on these websites. I just read like like speculation Children's and rumor opinions. about celebrities. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So I guess the winner has to be Squid Game. Squid Game can win. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches listen we all know that scratchy pjs can make a cranky kid i want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning and that's why i snuggle them up in little sleepies little sleepies makes award-winning bamboo pjs that moms rave about I am, said mom, I am obsessed with little sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, 
Their zip footy pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. All right, should I read the next one? Let's move on, yes. Okay, top five music moments of 2021. Taylor Swift Red re-release and the 10-minute music video. <laughs> that I text Sammy about every other night. <laughs> <laughs> I have answers. Adele, from my research, Adele's 30 album, Drake and Kanye's dueling albums, Olivia Rodrigo's debut of Good For You and Driver's License and all that shit, that, and that weird halftime show by the weekend. Um, I think there's I think a clear winner here. Driver's yeah. license. Oh, no, I was going to say Taylor Swift. Swift. Driver's oh. license was not like driver's license didn't was have like the cultural the impact of Taylor song Swift of the whole year. Yeah, but the she t- went but the from cultural no, impact. That's not as much injury. That doesn't say cultural impact. It says top five music moments. We, we just picked. We just picked TV show based on cultural impact. We can change the thought. Process. I agree. I think it's Taylor's thing. I think it that has had the to most, be Taylor. Like, that the biggest I, splash. I think you are jaded by the fact that it just happened. No, that's possible. That was a no. I I don't agree. I think that that was probably the biggest re-release that Taylor will have, and the fact that she released a ten a minute video. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a re-release. It's not even it was a ten release. minutes. <laughs> it was no. It was. It that's not true. Anyone. I think that's not just, true. There were like eight or nine new songs on it. One of which was ten minutes long. How can you say it did nothing what, for anyone? The only thing it did for me is make me like Taylor a little bit. Um, but I think that driver's license, she came out of nowhere and had the best song. Yeah, but that's just like a classic breakout star. Alexa says that she was already I was like, like, wait, Alexa's at your house? <laughs> no, when I asked her about her, she's like, no, she was already like a thing before this. She just got bigger. So which made me think that she wasn't such a breakout star. But um, this is her and first she's gonna song. probably text me after he, while hearing this and like yell at me that I'm explaining it wrong. But she <laughs> said she was on some other like Disney show or something. Yeah. Oh, she so, was. So it was like yeah. Selena. So I don't know if you'd call yeah, her like Selena's a not not pop music. I mean, I don't think that like what what did driver's license do other than it was just very listened to? Like who, Yeah, who, it was the most listened. I think it was the most listened to song of the whole year. Why don't we find even even probably, if it was it, it so probably what? was. But even if it was, so what? I, I would question. say more of an impact. Like, I mean, I think, I think, I do think we are swayed <sighs> by being millennials and caring more about the Taylor shit. But I don't think that we release. If you ask Gen Z, they would probably say the Olivia Rodrigo song. Totally, but but we, we are not that. Gen Z. But <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But even well, as just, a non-Gen Zer, I still feel like I I loved Olivia Rodrigo song driver's license it was emotional and wonderful (laughs) i really like her too but i just so that's just like the best song of the year but i think taylor's the fact that taylor swift could even be in the running for this conversation because she re-released i think songs and also added new songs and it was this huge (laughs) event where people were talking about jake gyllenhaal and it brought back all these throwback things like there was so much more of a conversation around that beyond just 
people are listening to this song. What do you mean? Everybody was talking about Olivia Rodrigo. There was like a whole back and forth. And then her, the ex that she wrote a song about her and everyone's like, this is bullshit. And then the girl that he was with, like everyone's speculating who she was. So she's the new Taylor Swift. Yes. And she was obsessed with Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift was like, oh my God, you're the best. And then they were like, oh my God, this is the best moment of my career. Taylor Swift's song about her, arguably on uh, one of the, on nothing new. That was like about Olivia Rodrigo. To me, if like she's singing about Olivia makes Olivia the one who's won the year. Let's move on to the top celeb, five celeb dramas and scandals of 2021. First, Army Hammer is a cannibal. Second, Britney is freed. Three, Chris Harrison replaced on The Bachelor. Four, Dave Chappelle backlash after Netflix special. Five, Hilaria Baldwin accent fallout plus Alex Rust movie shooting. I feel like those should be two separate things because I do not like group them together at all personally. Right. Well, it's more about like the downfall of the Baldwins in general. Like Time wrote a whole article about. Was the Hilaria thing this last this year? It started like over Christmas and then it really broke in the new year. And then it went away because of the insurrection. Everyone was talking about it up until the insurrection. I would say most entertaining moment of the year, if you're calling it this year, was the Hilaria Baldwin fake accent thing. I think I got the most like general like entertainment from (laughs) following that story because it was just so funny. There are 17,000 people in our Reddit group that discuss every <laughs> move that Hilaria Baldwin do you, makes. Do, do you go get together? No, with these I'm not people? one of them. <laughs> no, I'm not one of them. I just read the comments. They call themselves Pepinos and they like meaning like cucumbers. Because remember, when she was, yeah. in, she was like, how you say cucumber? And they follow every moment of the Baldwin's downfall. And it is the That's wildest nice. thing to it is the wildest thing to witness. I'll be That's honest, crazy. but it's very, very interesting. So I kind of think the downfall of the Baldwins is kind of a big deal. Although Brittany Freed is like momentous. I feel like it was kind of anticlimactic when she was freed. I think Army right. Hammer being yeah. a cannibal was all anybody could talk about for a very long time. And it was also extremely shocking. Like you don't <laughs> think that that was like yes. the <laughs> The drama scandal, like he Maybe. is saying that he eats people, <laughs> and he, and he is like Army Hammer. I feel like the Britney thing was bigger than that. Uh, I feel like the Britney thing garnered the most media. Yeah, I guess people were talking about it for a while. People have been talking it, about it all year. I feel like people just will not stop. It's been the topic. It, it's in every outline that we have for this show every right. week. Sometimes we just choose not to talk about it. But like, you're right. You're right. I feel like it's the most long lasting. Like the Army Hammer thing was weird, but he's almost like not big enough to have that be like the moment You're of right. the year. But he is a cannibal, allegedly. The Army Hammer thing is, I think, the most intriguing, hilarious, the most entertaining. Hilarious. And <laughs> and um, the Britney thing obviously is like the biggest most. actual deal. Yeah. So let's call that the top. Probably. Yes. All right. Let's do our last one. Who's going to read it? Okay. The last Category is most memorable celebrity couples of 2021. The nominees are Ben Affleck and JLo back together, Kim K and Pete Davidson, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, and Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Most memorable. Okay. okay. Everyone um, say their vote. Don't explain why, and then we can ex- we can get into it after. I'll start. I vote for Ben Affleck and JLo. Most memorable. 
Yes. Unless I can group Courtney Kardashian, Same. Travis Barker, Machine Gun Kelly, and Megan Fox <laughs> as like one couple. Yeah, me too. I will vote for Ben Affleck and JLo. <laughs> I think I agree with you. Like, I think the four of them are bigger than Ben Affleck and JLo, but alone as their own self couples are not as big. I agree. Can you explain? I don't even know about the Megan Fox thing. What is the deal with that? What do you mean? Like, what does that have to do with Travis and Courtney? Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker make music together. And they, like, are sort of the reason why there's a resurgence in punk rock music right now in, in, like, mainstream music. And Megan Fox is, like, really hot. (laughs) And they are, like, on, they're on, like, all the red carpets, like, being really, like, naked. And, like, kiss, like, sticking their tongues out and, like, just being very controversial. So they're related because of the two, the relationship between the two men. Yes. And then Courtney and Travis are, like, sort of trying to compete with them in, like, their, like, kissing. But no one, no one agrees <laughs> that they're winning. Um, however, Got Travis it. and Courtney, I mean, Courtney's, this, it's a really big deal. Courtney's always been, like, Courtney or Scott. <laughs> Courtney and Scott. But, like, Courtney is now engaged Travis Barker that it's a really big deal. Got it. Drummer of Blink-182. Yeah. I would say from everything you just described, I would like to see less of both of those couples. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm still voting Ben Affleck. Now it's very interesting because Pete Davidson is best friends with Machine Gun Kelly. And now they have like this triplet date situation. There's no way Pete and Kim are lasting. There's no way. And they want everyone to see them. It's like so obviously for the media. She's going to the fucking movies in Staten Island. Like, come on. No. Also, Machine Gun Kelly like became really famous this year, partially due to the fact that he and Megan Fox started dating. And they're both like really creepy but hot together. Right. I don't I don't know. Something about that irks me. I don't I'm not into that as well. I forgot about Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles too, so they're definitely out. But um Yeah, the Ben and J-Lo thing has everything. It has nostalgia. People speculated if it's going to happen, and then it happened. It was shocking. Totally. And then also, she right before that, she was engaged to A-Rod, which was like its own beast. So it was like her moving on from that. And they broke up because, circling back to category one, Madison yes. and Southern Charm reunion. <laughs> Yeah, it's a big year for J-Lo. Big. So, so are we saying J-Lo and Ben over the foursome? Are we not able to group the foursome as a foursome? I think because we're not and able to group them. We have to give it to Ben and Jen. Ugh. They're not a bit. Look, they're they're not a. It's not bad that they're the winner. Like, I think they are not undeserving to be the winner. I love a couple that breaks up and comes back together. I was really rooting for Miley <laughs> and Liam. You're also still and rooting Selena for and Justin. And, Justin. <laughs> and I'm still rooting for Selena and Justin. Well, then you're going to love this thread that I'm going to send. Oh, my God. <laughs> aren't very long article. It's not an article. <laughs> It's a girl's <laughs> on medium. <laughs> she published it herself. It was like, I, found it. I found an eighth grader in Nebraska with an interesting take on the. Sammy's <laughs> <laughs> already offered her a podcast on the Betches Network. <laughs> Okay. I think that's our show, right? (laughs) Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? 
With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, And I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. And now we have our last game of the year, guys. What a fun year for Ad Batches. Um, and the game is called 2021 Before and After, and here is our producer, Sean. All right, so this is pretty simple. This game, these are all notable moments from the year 2021. You guys are working together on this one. Oh, fun. So I have seven questions for you, and you're going to try and figure out whether this thing happened before or after the other notable event. All right, we got it? Okay. So, And everyone has a different category. So the first category is dystopian nightmares. All right, here we That's go. That's mine, right? Yeah, well, Aileen and Steve are going to have to work together on this one. Did the Capitol insurrection occur before or after WandaVision episode one debuted on Disney Plus. Hold on. Can I we can all was... guess or am I not allowed? Am I out? We can work together on this no, one. Can. I think the the capital happened before, I think. Uh, when was WandaVision? No, I think WandaVision happened before. 
I think it did too. Okay. Like right before. I'll give it to you. I'm not positive though. Was WandaVision possibly in 2020? Okay, I watched WandaVision in my apartment that I moved into in November. (laughs) So. But you were there for six months. I was there for six months. That's also where the insurrection happened. Not in my apartment, (laughs) but like where I watched it on TV. (laughs) I think WandaVision was first. I think it was too. I'm fine with going with that. (laughs) Okay, the correct answer was the capital insurrection was before WandaVision. Oh, I was right. Oh, damn. But only by about a week. We so, were wrong. Of course, the insurrection was on the yeah. 6th, and WandaVision came out on January 15th. Okay, Two so, events okay. that people normally compare. <laughs> yeah. Do I, get a, do I get a point? Working together, Jordana would, would be winning, but there's no points yeah, on this okay. one. Okay, here we go. It's pointless. Category number two. This is, this is pointless. All right. Royal Family 2021. This is another big moment that we haven't discussed yet. Did Meghan and Harry sit down with Oprah Winfrey on national television before or after Prince Philip passed away at the age of 99. Before. Before. Death. I think after. No, 100% before. 100% before. I think it was after. Okay, go. Definitely before. The correct answer is before. They sat down with Oprah on March 7th and Prince Philip died in April, April 9th. They wouldn't have done it if he had just died. Yeah. I remember that he died like shortly after and thinking, oh, I forgot that he was dead. Let's. Well, <laughs> then you should have said should have done his obituary. <laughs> I, that, I mean, that Oprah thing, you it feels be, like that was, you I don't know, two years ago or something. No, I remember that, that where was I was when I watched year. that, too. So do I. That was one of the biggest pop culture moments of the year, for sure. Okay, number three. This is Bravo Scandals. We've discussed both of these already, but this is going to be challenging. Okay, did Jen Shaw get arrested in real life, not on the TV show, but did she get arrested... Before or after J-Lo and A-Rod announced the end of their engagement, which of course was caused by Southern Charm drama. So which happened first, Jen Shah's arrest or J-Lo and A-Rod breakup? I think Jen Shah's arrest. I don't know J-Lo at all. announced she was breaking up. I think, I I think you're right. Jen Shah, I think, was arrested. First? First. I think it happened the other way. But I'm not, I really don't know. Who's our team leader? What is it going to be? Uh, Jordan, have a team and leader. I said the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The correct answer is before. Jen Shaw yeah. was nice. in March 30th yeah. and J-Lo and A-Rod broke up two weeks later. Oh. Two oh, weeks wow. later. Yeah. Cutting it close. They Cutting just, it close. They just had such differing opinions on the Jen Shaw. Category four, animal drama. These two are big stories. You're, you're going to get this one right because they were quite a bit apart. Did Spanish feral hogs steal Shakira's purse? What? Before or after? Do you remember this? No, you I missed don't. that one. I think I missed that okay. story. I missed that news day. <laughs> Sammy knows that one. So was Shakira's purse stolen before or after Lady Gaga's dog walker oh, was shot that. and her two French that bulldogs were stolen? That was fucking I awful. I have no idea what happened first. I think Lady <laughs> Gaga's say dogs were stolen. I know that, that like a long because time ago. that was first. when I lived in my other apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't yeah. even happen in 2021. Okay, so we're going to do the hogs. No, the, the no, sorry. The, the, dog, uh, the, dog the dogs never. first. That was first. Okay, you got Before it right. So Lady Gaga's dogs were That happened in 2020. In, in February. No, it was February of this year. February 25th of this year. And Shakira was actually in September when Aileen. Oh, like, you're right. I'm confusing a different dog. Situation. I don't remember that story either. I, either. I didn't know the feral hog thing either. Someone reminded me of it on the sup the other day. Did she get her purse <laughs> That's back? the only way I knew it. A feral know. hog? Like a pig? Like a pig? Yeah. 
Yeah, and it apparently. Was and it and took her guys. Don't give Eileen anything else to be paranoid about. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Gaga got her dogs back. Yeah, I can't. There's too many feral hogs. My purse is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Where was she? Okay. Zoo? I don't even know. I remember don't know. anymore. Okay. Google it. Next category: global disruption. Okay. Global disruption. Huge earth-shattering events. Did the documentary "Framing Britney Spears" debut on Hulu before or after? The Ever Given got stuck in the Suez Canal. I feel like that was the same weekend. Uh, they're pretty close to each other. It's actually off by by uh, a few, actually over a month. Although I don't know if everybody watched that Hulu documentary right away. That's the thing. I think the Hulu doc was before the. the I missed Ever the question Given, because I, was I don't much really here. know. <laughs> I'll go with Sammy's uh, choice as well. Sam, Sammy is correct. She does do the morning announcements. She's pretty good on the news. So the Ever Given was back in late March of this year, and the Britney doc came out in February, which did reignite the whole Free Britney movement. And we discussed it on this podcast. This is very hard because you're not comparing two like similar news events. You know, also two it random was wild things. boars, not feral hogs. <laughs> 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 I was so, what's the difference? Not feral wild hogs. boars yeah. attacked her. Well, they're not a, feral. While she was walking in a park in Barcelona with her eight-year-old son. Shocking. Oh, great. Shocking stuff. All right, I've got two more for you. All right, okay. this one's co- this category is cosmic origins. Did Blue Origin complete its first manned space flight with Jeff Bezos on board? His penis rocket? Exactly. The, did Jeff Bezos fly into space in his penis rocket before or after the world was introduced to the sequel that no one asked for, LeBron James in Space Jam 2? Which one oh, happened first? LeBron first. Be- Bezos. Oh. Dick Rocket. I think LeBron was first. I think LeBron They're was first. They're so close to each other. Jordana is correct. No. It was Space Jam came out on July 12th and Blue Origin flew on July 19th. Did anyone watch that? No, no. but that's we're not really the demo for Space Jam. What do you Jam, mean? Ruben. I loved Space Jam. Okay, but it came out when you were a kid. Yeah. I, I watched the new one on HBO because it was free. If you had HBO <laughs> Max and it wasn't, it's not worth your time. You think yeah, we're the just target demo millennial women for Space Jam too? I love Space Jam. I love. You watched it as a kid, though the first one. Yeah, yeah, but like I don't watch it because you don't like sports or animated movies. I don't maybe not like animated movies. <laughs> it wasn't about sports. Maybe you watched the first maybe, one. <laughs> it was about aliens playing yeah, sports, and it was and it had like a Lola Rabbit or whatever. It was great. It's a right, fascinating, I'll, exquisite mix of genres. I'll check it out. No, Probably. don't last matter. It's not good. All right. Uh, this category is unemployment line. Was Chris Harrison fired as host of The Bachelor for saying that 2018 was a long time ago before or after Andrew Cuomo was forced to step down as governor of New York? Before. 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 That is correct. It was before Chris Harrison was fired in June and Cuomo announced his resignation in August of this year. A lot happened in 2021. Once you Every look year. back at all these events, there was just so much. Every what a year. It's enough. Plenty. Well, you guys did great on the game. Oh, thank you. you thank you. And we did shows. do pretty well. Did we and thank you, Sean, wow. for producing this great show all of 2021. And we're excited for next year. And just keep following and rate, review, and subscribe. You know, the works. Please. Happy New Year's. And we're off next week. We'll be back the first week of January, January 6th, with an all-new episode of At Betches. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. 
Betches.